0: Hi, welcome to Hide From Time, my name's Esme. This is a show where I play and talk about music that I've been listening to and enjoying, that hopefully you will enjoy too. You can expect to hear unusual, experimental, and interesting music from the worlds of rock, metal, noise, ambient, electronic, and anything else which catches my attention. I listen to roughly one release I haven't heard before every day as a kind of challenge to myself, so I should have plenty to work with. I've been meaning to release this episode for a couple of weeks now, but I've been struggling with technical issues as well as intensely overthinking the format, so this will really be a test run more than anything, just to get something done and out. This is also an explanation and an apology for the sound quality, this microphone is not my favourite and I won't be using it for too much longer. Links to everything I play will be left in the episode description, ideally Bandcamp links, but failing that, I will find a YouTube upload or something similar, so you can at least listen to the release in full if you want to. I always encourage you to support the artists and buy their music if you have the means. One final caveat before we get into the music itself, given that I will be exploring the darker and more extreme genres here. I've made an effort not to include any artists with affiliations to the far right, and I will also be avoiding anything with open bigotry in the lyrical content. It sucks that I have to say that, but I do. I might mess up or miss something, but please know that it's never my intention to platform anything hateful, and so if anything falls through the cracks, it would be an honest and genuine mistake. If this sounds too much like woke PC liberal leftist gay shit to you, I suggest you find another show to listen to because there are plenty. Cool? Cool. Let's get on with it. Opening this episode was Le Fan du Monde by Lilac Wreath from their newly released EP Crown of Swords which is out on the Nouvelle Gaze label. Nouvelle Gaze is a UK based tape label which puts out ambient and drone music in extremely limited runs. This Lilac Wreath tape is limited to 15 copies so if you liked what you heard I suggest you get involved before they sell out. I've been following this label for a while and this EP in particular points towards a direction I've really been hoping that they would go in. It has this gently distorted crackle around the edges which brings the signature blissful ambient drones and loops a little bit closer to shoegazy textures. The more saturated approach really works in my opinion. I'd love to see future projects on this label experimenting more with this kind of sound. Like all releases on Nouvelle Gaze, Lilac Wreath is essentially anonymous, and it remains unclear exactly who any of the artists releasing work through them really are. Personally, I think the mystique only adds to the charm of the music, but if anyone does have any information please do let me know. just heard was knelt by Mrs. Piss from their album Self-Surgery which was released last year through Sargent House. This band is a duo comprised of Chelsea Wolfe who is more than established in her own right and her drummer Jess Gowrie. They adopt a much rawer approach on this mini album cranking out this doomy grungy noise rock, which is clean enough for the indie rockers but still gnarly enough to appeal to those who like things a little heavier. It has a strong 90s alt-rock flavour to it, but not in a cheesy retrograde way. I pick up on elements of PJ Harvey, Babes in Toyland, Slater Kinney, but really this reminds me most strongly of Magic Marker's breakout album Boss. The project is very short, it's only 19 minutes long, and the ending in particular does seem to come quite suddenly for me. Hopefully, they'll follow this up with something more substantive in future. With that said, this record rips pretty hard. Was Big Shell by The Armed from their new album Ultra Pop. The Armed are an elusive collective of musicians based allegedly in Detroit. He play this very technicolor form of post-hardcore. It's quite difficult to describe this band's sound and style. Their production has become very compressed and oversaturated without being raw or blown out exactly. It's very interesting, but it can make it quite difficult to pass exactly what's happening on first listen. I think this band always sound very colourful, though they sound like a rainbow to me. They're also quite well known for their confusing public presentation, disguising and misdirecting their true lineup, and featuring several collaborators on record. Fans have been waiting for Ultra Pop for almost exactly three years since their prior album, Only Love. And that record does have a very similar sound, but this feels much catchier. The clue is in the name, I suppose. They haven't dialed down any of the abrasive, overwhelming quality of their music at all, but their angle is much more maximalist, so this time around they've added more hooks and melody, just on top of everything else. Several times while I was listening to this, I was reminded of Fucked Up's 2008 album, the chemistry of common life, because in the same way, the armed here streamline their intense, hardcore derived sound into something almost anthemic without coming across as toothless or mellowing out. This album sounds like chugging a Skittles milkshake. Welcome to the King Biscuit Flower Hour segment of the show, where we listen to some golden oldies for all of us desiccated boomers to reminisce to. You just heard the band Crom, with the track I Suffer The Astral Woe and Honestly Don't We All. That was taken from the album A World Through Dead Eyes, released all the way back in 2004. What stood out to me about this album is that, despite the project's intention to resurrect the corpse of 90s black metal, it actually sounds quite distinct and interesting, rather than another mindless Dark Throne rip The guitar playing in particular feels quite inventive, there's an unusual sense of melody and harmony going on here, which deviates from the overly familiar tropes of the genre. It's certainly subtle, it's still recognisably black metal, and comparatively straightforward and traditional in comparison to the more experimental acts practising in this style but the almost modernist approach was pretty intriguing to me. People slicer from their debut album, Mirrors, released earlier this year through Prosthetic Records. This band play raging and full on math grind, full of discordant and technical riffs, blasting drums, fuzzed out bass and shredding screams as you just heard. I liked this album on my first listen, but it really grew on me the more I heard it. Obviously something in this style is by nature extremely dense and complicated, so a first listen might not always immediately reveal everything that's happening, and actually I think this is the album's strength. Rather than settling for simple brevity and shock value, they've actually made something very layered and intricate here. My favourite element of this album is Kate Davies' feral and hysterical vocal performance, which does a really great job of sonifying the abstract but personal lyricism on this record, which is another aspect to discover as you dig into it. The musicianship and performances are also absurdly impressive, and this album absolutely deserves the praise it's currently receiving in my view. I'm really excited to hear what they come up with next and my fingers are crossed in hope that they'll put out something even heavier and nastier and sassier the next time around. Finally, closing this episode out is French one-woman black metal project, Bruyard, who just released her fifth album back in March via Transcendence. All of Bruya's albums and songs are self-titled, but this is the second track from this most recent release. Bruyard plays raw, depressive black metal, and this style has a reputation for quite simple musicianship and, to be honest, pretty horrendous vocal performances on the whole. Thankfully though, this album has neither of those things. It's the melodies and the writing that make this music interesting. This manages to come across as melancholic and mournful without being over dramatic or embarrassing. Thank you for listening to the show. Leave me comments if you like and you can email hidefromtimepodcast at gmail.com if you want to send me your music or thoughts that way. I hope you enjoyed the show and we will speak soon.